lay siege. Pendant Productions proudly presents As You Like It, written by William Shakespeare, Act One. As I remember, Adam, it was upon this fashion bequeathed me by will but poor a thousand crowns, and, as thou sayest, charged my brother, on his blessing, to breed me well. And there begins my sadness. My brother Jacques he keeps at school, and report speaks goldenly of his profit. For my part, he keeps me rustically at home, or, to speak more properly, stays me here at home unkept. For call you that keeping for a gentleman of my birth that differs not from the stalling of an ox? His horses are bred better. For besides that they are fair with their feeding, they are taught their manage, and to that end riders dearly hired. But I, his brother, gain nothing under him but growth, for the which his animals on his dunghills are as much bound to him as I. Besides this nothing that he so plentifully gives me, the something that nature gave me, his countenance seems to take from me. He lets me feed with his hinds, bars me the place of a brother, and, as much as in him lies, mines my gentility with my education. This is it, Adam, that grieves me, and the spirit of my father, which I think is within me, begins to mutiny against the servitude. I will no longer endure it, though yet I know no wise remedy how to avoid it. Oh, yonder comes my master, your brother. Go apart, Adam, and thou shalt hear how he will shake me up. Now, sir, what make you here? Nothing. I am not taught to make anything. What mar you then, sir? Marry, sir. I am helping you to mar that which God made, a poor unworthy brother of yours, with idleness. Marry, sir, be better employed, and be not a while. Shall I keep your hogs and eat husks with them? What prodigal portion have I spent that I should come to such penury? Know you where you are, sir. Oh, sir, very well. Here in your orchard. Know you before whom, sir? I. Better than him I am before knows me. I know that you are my eldest brother. And, in the gentle condition of blood, you should so know me. The courtesy of nations allows you my better, and that you are the firstborn. But the same tradition takes not away my blood. Were there twenty brothers betwixt us? 
I have as much of my father in me as you. Albeit, I confess, your coming before me is nearer to his reverence. <laughs> what, boy? Come, come, elder brother. You are too young in this. Wilt thou lay hands on me, villain? I am no villain. I am the youngest son of Sir Roland de Bois. He was my father. And he is thrice a villain that says such a father begot villains. Were thou not my brother, I would not take this hand from thy throat till this other had pulled out thy tongue for saying so. Thou hast railed on thyself. Sweet masters, be patient. For your father's remembrance, be it accord. <laughs> Let me go, I say. I will not, till I please. You shall hear me. My father charged you in his will to give me good education. You have trained me like a peasant, obscuring and hiding from me all gentlemanlike qualities. The spirit of my father grows strong in me, and I will no longer endure it. Therefore, allow me such exercises as may become a gentleman, or give me the poor lottery my father left me by testament. With that, I will go buy my fortune. And what wilt thou do? Beg when that is spent? Well, sir, get you in. I will not long be troubled with you. You shall have some part of your will. I pray you leave me. I will no further offend you than becomes me for my good. Get you with him, you old dog. Is old dog my reward? Most true, I have lost my teeth in your service. Oh, God be with my old master. He would not have spoke such a word. <laughs> Is it even so? Begin you to grow upon me? I will physic your rankness, and yet give no thousand crowns neither. Hola! Dennis! Calls, your worship? Was not Charles, the Duke's wrestler, here to speak with me? So please you, he is here at the door and importunes access to you. Call him in. It will be a good way. And tomorrow the wrestling is. Good morrow to your worship. Good Monsieur Charles. What's the new news at the new court? There's no news at the court, sir, but the old news. That is, the old duke is banished by his younger brother, the new duke, and three or four loving lords have put themselves into voluntary exile with him, whose lands and revenues enrich the new duke. Therefore, he gives them good leave to wander. Can you tell if Rosalind, the Duke's daughter, be banished with her father? Oh, no, for the Duke's daughter, her cousin, so loves her, being ever from their cradles bred together, that she would have followed her exile or have died to stay behind her. She is at the court, and no less beloved of her uncle than his own daughter, and never two ladies loved as they do. Where will the old Duke live? They say he is already in the Forest of Arden and a many merry men with them. And there they live like the old Robin Hood of England. They say many young gentlemen flock to him every day, 
and fleet the time carelessly, as they did in the Golden World. What, you wrestle tomorrow before the new duke? Marry do I, sir. And I came to acquaint you with a matter. I am given, sir, secretly to understand that your younger brother Orlando hath a disposition to come in disguised against me to try a fall. Tomorrow, sir, I wrestle for my credit. And he that escapes me without some broken limb shall acquit him well. Your brother is but young and tender, and for your love I would be loath to foil him, as I must, for my own honor, if he come in. Therefore, out of my love to you, I came hither to acquaint you with all, that either you might stay him from his intendment, or brook such disgraced well as he shall run into, in that it is a thing of his own search and altogether against my will. Charles, I thank thee for thy love to me, which thou shalt find I will most kindly requite. I had myself notice of my brother's purpose herein, and have by underhand means labored to dissuade him from it. But he is resolute. I'll tell thee, Charles, it is the stubbornest young fellow of France, full of ambition, an envious emulator of every man's good parts, a secret and villainous contriver against me, his natural brother. Therefore, use thy discretion. I had to sleep thou didst break his neck as his finger. And thou wert best look to it, for if thou dost him any slight disgrace, or if he do not mightily grace himself on thee, he will practice against thee by poison, entrap thee by some treacherous device, and never leave thee till he hath taken thy life by some indirect means or other. For I assure thee, and almost with tears I speak it, there is not one so young and so villainous this day living. I speak but brotherly of him, but should I anatomize him to thee as he is, I must blush and weep, and thou must look pale and wonder. I am heartily glad I came hither to you. If he come tomorrow, I'll give him his payment. If ever he go alone again, I'll never wrestle for prize more. And so God keep your worship. Farewell, good Charles. Now will I stir this gamester. I hope I shall see an end of him. For my soul, yet I know not why, hates nothing more than he. Yet he's gentle, never schooled, and yet learned, full of noble device, of all sorts enchantingly beloved, and indeed so much in the heart of the world, and especially of my own people who best know him, that I am altogether misprized. But it shall not be so long. This wrestler shall clear all. Nothing remains but that I kindle the boy thither, which now I'll go about.
The Pendant Shakespeare, also known as The Wild Bill Variety Show. As you like it. Act 1, Part 1. Featuring the voice talents of Ted Wenskus as Oliver, Will Shipley as Orlando, Todd Sparrows as Charles, Russell Gold as Duke Senior, Pete Lutz as Duke Frederick, Edward Herman as Adam, Alexandra Elroy as Rosalind, Eric L. Williams as Dennis, and Erie Alexander as Amiens. Music by Stephen O'Brien of stephen-obrien.net. Written by William Shakespeare. Adapted for audio by Landon Bell. Directed by Swen Halverson. Assistant Director, George Linfield. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2017, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. I pray thee, Rosalind, sweet my cause, be merry. Next time on The Pendant Shakespeare. Dear Celia, I show more mirth than I am mistress of, and would you yet I were merrier? Unless you can teach me to forget a banished father, you must not teach me any extraordinary pleasure. Come on. Since the youth will not be entreated, his own peril on his forwardness. Is yonder the man? Even he, madame. What passion hangs these weights upon my tongue? I cannot speak to her, yet she urged conference. O poor Orlando, thou art overthrown. Or Charles, or something weaker, masters thee. The saga continues in part two of As You Like It, Act One, part of the Wild Bill Variety Show. Thus men may grow wiser every day. It is the first time that ever I heard breaking of ribs was sport for ladies. Listen or catch up anytime on desktop or mobile at PendantAudio.com.